Let's head over to the KRDO Newsline now. We are joined by Bill Alexander, CEO of the National Law Enforcement Memorial Fund, as the fund recently released their analysis of officer deaths in 2023. Bill, thank you so much for joining us here on KRDO News Radio. Oh, thank you so much for having me, and and really thank you for helping to tell the story of these 136, I would argue, heroes, all of whom died in the line of duty in 2023, serving in some law enforcement capacity. So thank you so much. And let's talk a little bit about kind of the nationwide trend first before we kind of focus in here to Southern Colorado. But when it comes to those nationwide trends, what did we see as far as uh, the potential danger to the uh, men and women who are uh, vowing to protect and serve? Sure. Well, and so again, we're reporting in 2023, 136 men and women died in the line of duty in law enforcement. That's down pretty substantially from the 224 we reported in 2022. A big chunk of that reduction is related to COVID-19. In 2022, 74 men and women died of COVID-19. And in 2023, that number is down to five. So that really does account for the bulk of the reduction. But the reality is, is that in all of the other major categories we track, uh, mostly for the audience's purposes, traffic fatalities and gunfire fatalities were really down across the board. What do you think that signifies? Because we, we've we heard that uh, other gun crimes may not be decreasing in that same trend. Yeah, that's a perfect question. And out of all of our numbers, the firearms fatalities is the one that gives me pause. And, and of course, firearms fatalities is kind of jargony for the audience. What we're really talking about there is men and women in uniform were shot and killed. And, of course, there's a word for that, murder. So I would certainly argue 47 men and women in uniform were murdered as they were out on our streets trying to protect us. And the reason that number gives me pause, I mean, first of all, 47 is not an insignificant number, but it is down from 2022 where we reported 64. But it does give me pause because our friends and partners over at the Fraternal Order of Police, they just released their end-of-year report, and they're not so much focused on line-of-duty deaths. They are focused on the number of times an officer has been shot during the year. And when they say shot, they actually mean shot at and struck. They're not even counting the times an officer might have been shot at and the perpetrator missed. That number for 2023 was 378. 378 law enforcement members were shot in 2023. And that number is by far the highest it has ever been since they have been tracking that data. So it's really hard for me to juxtapose the 47 line of duty deaths that we're reporting against that really high number of the number of officers who have been shot. And so I think our number 47 is not really reflective of what I might argue is a really increasingly dangerous uh, set of circumstances for men and women doing the job out on the street. And, and for the families of those who, uh, those who lost their lives as well as those who were wounded in both cases. I mean, you, you send your loved one off to work uh, never expecting that they're going to, but always fearing that uh, they're going to encounter, uh, you know, some uh, fate because of the danger and the risks involved in the job. And and we count on our law enforcement to keep the rest of us safe. Oh, you're so right. I, I myself retired from law enforcement about two years ago to step into a role here. and And I can attest firsthand that it really does weigh heavy on your family who watches you get dressed, watches you put on that uniform and that bullet-resistant vest and badge, and then they kiss you goodbye and watch you walk out the door, and they are not 100% sure that you will be returning later. So it really, really is a very tough sacrifice on behalf of the families of men and women who are in law enforcement. 
Yeah, and uh, as you took a look at some of those nationwide trends, seeing that uh, there were, you know, some positive news, uh, what can you say as far as uh, the danger and uh, some of the fatalities we've seen to men and women in law enforcement here in uh, southern Colorado or Colorado as a whole? Well, Colorado lost three officers in 2023, all tragic. Uh, One officer fell to his death as he was chasing a carjacking suspect. Uh, One officer was shot attempting to um, place, get a suspect out of a car. And then another officer was killed when they stopped the vehicle. And then the, the driver of the vehicle put it into reverse and backed over the officer and then fled. Uh, so all three, just incredibly tragic, but also serving as perfect exemplars for how and why men and women out on the streets serving their communities are dying. It really, really is tragic. Yeah, the at least two of those were here in our area, and it kind of goes to show your point that it's not always that threat of gun violence. Of course, Officer Becerra involved in that chase and ended up uh, falling off of the bridge over South Academy. And, of course, uh, the state parole officer, Christine Garen Sandoval, involved in that hit and run that turned deadly as well. Uh, as we're looking at this um kind of speaking with our men and women in law enforcement, I know we talk to our police chief here often about the need for additional training. And is that something as well that uh, the National Law Enforcement Memorial Fund sees as a way to, you know, help uh, prevent further tragedy by continuing those uh, training efforts here uh, for police men and women across the nation? It absolutely is. It has to be a factor. Of course, we here at the Memorial Fund, we have a pillar we refer to as officer safety and wellness, where we try to in part take some of the data that we're talking about today. And also just on our own, thinking about talking about crafting, creating, pushing out to a hopefully meaningful degree uh, programs and best practices that try to turn that risk needle down to try to make it safer for the men and women who are doing the job and by extension, make it safer for members of the public. I think uh, public safety agencies and the heads of those agencies have been intensely focused on training for decades now, and that only continues to ramp up every single year. Everybody who's in the law enforcement profession or associated with it is constantly thinking about how can we update our policies, how can we update training, is there something new, is there a new widget or a new idea that will help make it safer for the men and women doing this job. It's a constant focus in law enforcement, and of course, we can continue to do better, but um, in part, I hope to some degree that kind of thought process and the, the, the work that all of us have been contributing is one of the reasons why overall our numbers are down in 2023, particularly traffic. You know, we're down to 37 from 51, and the number has been much higher in years before that. So to some degree, I hope that those kinds of initiatives and updated training is helping to move that number down. All right. Well, we certainly appreciate your insight into uh, the numbers. I uh, wasn't aware of these trends, and, and definitely when we talk about traffic stops, uh, maybe uh, more and more there's awareness of of just how important it is to keep those safe and to keep those officers safe. It, it, just a couple of days past Law Enforcement Appreciation Day, so to all the officers uh, of law enforcement out there who are helping to keep our Pikes Peak region safe, just want to say thanks for all that you do. Oh, that's exactly what they need to hear, and I'm so grateful to hear you say it. So thank you. Thank you for helping to tell this story and to tell the story of the men and women who are serving us and dying in the hundreds every single year. Thank you so much. Bill Alexander, thank you for joining us here on KRDO's Morning News with that insight.